This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. We spoke uh, about uh, the South African government's decision to sell that uh, um, consignment of 1.5 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine to other African nations. Uh, well, in the meantime, that uh, still leaves us. We are still waiting for a vaccine uh, rollout to South African public. Um, and uh, the South African business lobby group, Business for South Africa, has uh, called on government now to shift the emphasis on vaccine programs and target the elderly and vulnerable in order to prevent large hospitalization numbers in the third wave of COVID-19 infections. Um, B4SA has called for changes in light of the slow rollout of the vaccine program. Kaskovadia is the CEO of BUSA, joins me uh, online, uh, on the line. Good morning to you and thanks so much for talking to us. Good morning. Thanks for inviting me. It would be nice. I mean, it would be great if we could even uh, start uh, thinking in terms of, uh, you know, re- uh, reprioritizing um, these uh, the vaccine rollout. That's if we, you know, if we had vaccines at all to roll out. Yeah, so firstly, look, it's not just B4FA that mm-hmm. suggested this. B4FA have been working with government for the last two months or so on this. And government is leading the vaccine rollout program. Mm -hmm. We are supporting it. And one of the discussions that came up at the webinar was whether we prioritize the elderly and adults with comorbidities because those would be the most susceptible Mm -hmm. to the vaccine. And uh, both from a mortality point of view and getting ill point of view, these discussions have happened between government and ourselves, and government is going through their process to see if uh, we can actually agree this. As far as the vaccines are concerned, there's a general uh, shortage of supply globally. Uh, should government have started earlier? Sure, uh, we all recognize that, but mm. uh, we are where we are, and we're working very closely with government to try and get vaccines into the country as quickly as possible. But uh, the vaccine producers are not producing enough to meet mm. global demand at the moment. Uh, and and we are essentially, uh, the supply is determined by the production of vaccines. And so the government is working very hard with our support to try and get the vaccine in mm. as quickly as we can. Yeah. And in your conversation with government, is there a, a, a clear and coherent plan as to how how people will be prioritized? As you've said, we're now talking here about prioritizing, you know, the elderly, people with comorbidities and so forth. Do we have a, a clear plan that when we do get to the point where we can start a significant rollout of the vaccines, we, 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 will, we will also have clarity on who will be first in line, so to speak? Yeah, so, so as you know, the health workers have been taken care of. Yes. Uh, we, we're talking about and government is going through a process on the aged and adults with comorbidities. And then we can look at uh, uh, essential workers in other sectors, people in congregate settings, uh, and then the rest of the population. So, so that's a sort of general idea at the moment, general plan. And, and we also working to get an idea of what 
sector, the private sector infrastructure we can use mm. to actually administer the vaccine. So a lot of work is being done preparatory to vaccines landing so that as soon as vaccines land, we can actually get them into people's arms as quickly as possible. And what about, I mean, is government's approach um, going to remain the same in as far as uh, the procurement of these vaccines? I mean, I know because companies, some of the major medical aid companies such as Discovery had uh, been, you know, lobbying government to be allowed to procure um, vaccines um, in, uh, on behalf of the, their clients, uh, you know, to, in order to yeah. also speed up the process. So, look, this, this is a national good, and government is the sole procurer. Uh, people like Discovery and so on are part of the V4SA team, so we they're working with government on this. What we have told government is that if we can secure, if the supply of vaccine frees up and uh, government must secure as much as they can, and if there's a budgetary issue. I mean, Treasury has allocated in other years sufficient funds for the vaccines, but uh, government must procure as much as we can. And if we procure excess vaccine, uh, if we need funds for that, then we raise funds from the private sector. But the procurement will happen for, through the government. It it seems uh, from, you know, what uh, we are hearing that, uh, you know, from experts and what is happening elsewhere in the world, that uh, a third wave uh, of the COVID-19 COVID is inevitable. What would be your gov- uh, business's, um, you know, position on how government responds to that? Are we in a position to sustain any more lockdowns or what, what, where do you stand as business on that? No, we we don't think we're in a position to to have more lockdown. The economy has uh, been badly affected. It picked up a bit in the first quarter, which is very good, and and it would be tragic to have a further lockdown. So what we are saying, we are worried about the third wave, uh, as has happened in other parts of the world. Uh, we are concerned about the Easter period. And and what we are talking to government about is to say, look, can't we, at least during Easter, uh, and ensure that we have uh, more restrictions on gatherings and so on, uh, so that we identify those uh, types of gatherings that could be vectors for mm. spread and, and control those during Easter, at least, and look creative ways of controlling this to the extent we can. But we would not, uh, and, and the, well, there are two reasons for controlling that. One is to health reasons and to try and avoid as much as we can uh, the spread of the vaccine. But also, if we impose those sorts of restrictions, then we could avoid uh, economic lockdowns, which is detrimental to the entire country. And of course, all of us take personal responsibility yeah, um, for our own safety. And we've got to continue doing that in a very, very big way. Kaskuvadia, CEO thank of you. BUSA, thank you yeah. very much for talking to us this morning. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.